Hey, what's up all you addicts out there? Welcome to the Addicted Fishing Podcast. And today we have a couple more special guests in the studio today. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Absolutely, yeah. I'm Scott Call with Brad's, and this is my son, JT. Yep, my name is JT. I'm with Brad's as well. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate you guys having us on today. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. I'm Thank excited. Thank you very much. I, I kind of wanted to bring, just, we've been doing this thing where we bring guests in a little bit more. So let us know if you guys like that on the podcast. Comment below if you guys want to see more guests because we'd and like to bring in who? a lot of our partners. And who? Who <laughs> yeah, would you like who? to see in the podcast? come on, Probably the prettier <laughs> ones than us, I would guess. But yeah. <laughs> and don't say <laughs> something like that. Longer. We're already going to get like unattainable guests. Like they're going to be yeah. calling below. Like, yeah. uh, first guy who says Trump or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Okay. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, we'll have a presidential debate right here. Yeah. <laughs> Open it up. Anyway, so any addicts updates anything going on man not really you know this week's just been another week of uh of you know we've had some good weather we've had some decent fishing still not still looking for that giant mammoth red and coho are you still looking for that or did you go find it i, I mean i found a few <laughs> yeah but yeah. not a giant mammoth there's, there's, run no. yeah there's yeah this the mammoth run is definitely not chinook's still good though still catching a lot of chinooks got some real nice sea life chinooks last few days um you guys yeah. been out doing any fishing been doing not a lot of salmon fishing, but it's been a lot of time in the warehouse. Yeah, we're getting set for show season, so oh, it's, it's right. busy time for us. Um, yeah, I actually went out and did a little bit of albacore fishing, um, and that was a lot of fun. That was a kick, but uh, not a lot of salmon fishing. JT's been doing a little bit of salmon fishing. Yeah, I've gotten down to the coast a couple of times, and then just kind of the couple of the rivers that I like to fish around here, and it's been um, kind of hit or miss. I haven't been able to get out. Water condition contingent, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, before uh, before the big rain we got, I went down to the coast a couple of times and got into a few fish a time or two, but I haven't been really able to get back down there since the, the rain, which is what we were kind of talking about earlier, so yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, having a, a day or two off where I can make it down it there. It was kind of interesting, though. I've been hearing from guys like up in Washington, out on the coast, um, like Shelton area and then further west, that they have had a really good run of coho. Yeah. And it's like the coho that everybody's talking about, they're like, they're here. They've hit. Yeah. So, okay, we're waiting for ours. Yeah, we're <laughs> If ours. yours have hit, we're ours. Yeah. And they're, they, you know, I've talked to several different people and they're like, you know, they're probably just a week or two out. They're probably just one big rainstorm away. So, what? We just had this big rainstorm. <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> where, where, where are they? Yeah, we, yeah, cool. Yeah, if, if you're listening, went. we're ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they say a large run shows early, and we're we're past the point of a run That's... showing early, and we're past the point of a run showing on time, oh, probably now, at least for some of the local rivers. But I mean, that's a fear. You know, it's it. You're right, though. But I will say, like some of those guys up north, you know, they got they did get their coho, but some of some of them were kind of they, shoot. Honestly, like Bob was saying, a couple of them were a couple couple rivers were a couple weeks late. Um, yeah. When they really kind of started peaking, and you know, depending on if you're one of those guys that fish a river where you want low water to stop them in the lower part, or yeah. if you want high water to bring them in, you know, you talk to different anglers, and some are, oh yeah, they're here, it's great, oh damn rain, and some anglers, oh we got the rain, now we got them. So it's it's really yeah. a perception thing, but it's. I was just happy to hear oh. somebody with some positive news. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, a large run shows early, and a large run probably is going to show on time. Yeah. And we've had more than enough water, coho. So it's just maybe they just got lost out in the ocean. That's it's interesting because <laughs> down at during the buoy tent season, and then even even before that, it sounded like you guys were mopping up. Oh, June, July, out good, the ocean was was incredible, yeah. and it was the the coated wire tags that were coming in were showing that they were they're you know our lower southwest and then they're just gone. 
Hmm. It's just it's so either way, it's going to be the mystery, and it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes up this year. That's all I got to say. If this if this run doesn't materialize, I mean. I mean, well, let's be honest. No heads are going to roll anywhere, but nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen at all. Status quo. Exactly. No. We all hope that the day. steelhead show. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> which, which, I mean, after all, you know, a good steelhead run usually comes right after a terrible coho run, too. Right? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh, not that. No. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be interesting. But really, but, who is accountable? You don't have an accountability in your job, do you? You go out and you don't get fish for anybody. There's no accountability, right? Your well, clients come back the next day and say, yeah, it's fish again. I, I got skunked. <laughs> let's do it again. No, that's the thing. Yeah, they don't really no. do that. It's so, very few jobs know, where there's no accountability. The reason, why, yeah, the reason why I know that is because a lot of the guys that do that, like they don't they don't last long. No. They flush out. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. It's, they go but away. these people at the heads that are controlling this. Yeah, the no, accountability is so just not. Yeah. Kind of funny how much, how many fewer guide stickers I've been seeing on the river in the last couple of years oh, yeah. compared oh, yeah. to uh, 2014, where you could no, no, pretty see, much see, they, they, they weren't yeah. there in 2014. <laughs> I was going to be a guy. They, 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 <laughs> they were there the year and two and three years after that, and now they've whittled away for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only like 575 like guides now in the state of Washington. Where that number was. So yeah, I swear a couple years ago, I felt like I was the weird one for not having guide stickers out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, shoot, everybody one knew how to few. troll. Everybody knew how to troll, you know, Bowie Ted, and everybody knew how to troll a super bait. So, shoot, what else did you need? Yeah, right. I mean, really. Exactly. It was so easy. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was so, so easy. What was it, like 70,000 fish going over Bonneville in a day? Oh, yeah. I think that's what I was saying. Yeah, I, mean, like I, said, I remember I going worked. out multiple times, dropping in and having triples, and just, like, all the time. <laughs> we were having races between our boats, like, who's going to limit faster? We were, I remember. It's like, I got eight, I got eight. <laughs> well, Mark, I mean, you just, remember that summer down on the old pumpkin oh, beach yeah. when, Incredible. I mean, we had 12 rods out there, and you could literally see, like, the bottom two go off. And then the middle two, and you can just see like Flows on up the, the beach. Brass wobblers, herd of That's fish right. moving up river. No, it was and then before you know it, you you and your posse of four are out of there, and it's like seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you think we're going to be able to fish for summer chinook anytime again soon? You know like, they say. Well, I said next year should be pretty decent for it, so mm. we might see some might see some summer summer fishing. I mean, shoot between the summer steelhead and the lack of summer chinook. Uh, if you don't got an ocean going vessel, you've been kind of SOL, at least for big water fishing goes. So hopefully, but yeah, next year I think there was supposed to be like some returns from some That's hatcheries some that favorite. went online. Well, yeah. Summer chinook fishing is oh, so much fun. Fishing. Good it's weather, well. big wobbler bites. Yeah, that's awesome. Actually, a little KF-15 action. Hell KF-15, yes. wobblers. I know. I know you and I have done a lot of wobbler fishing off that Run that lines beach. Run the beach, baby. So Man, that's... Run lines like 300 killer. yards out, <laughs> tangling trollers and not Just when you come by. Oh, wait. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, uh, but I mean, shoot. I mean, yeah, you're right. Things were easy, but let's, let's talk about a little bit about that because, I mean, shoot. You know, you guys, how long have those Brad Superbaits been on the market? Because what, what year were they? Early 2000s. Been early 2000s. Time, yeah. But they really took hold, what, probably on those big Chinook years out here. Yeah, yeah. At least on this side of the river. I mean, yeah. when you start getting up into, like, the Tri-Cities in the eastern part of Washington, I feel like they kind of kicked off over there huge before they kicked off over here. And then it was that big Chinook year that then they certainly did for the fall kind fish. of got out for the fall fish, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T.J. Hester and those guys fishing that up there. And then word kind of traveled and, and came back this way and... In fact, you're probably one of the first ones in the area to even fish those. 
it's so funny because like dad Sullivan and those we used to tuna fish together like some things in those years back and he was telling me one day about the skateboards and the super yeah. baits and you got to try this and I just literally was looking at like you're I'm like you are <laughs> then like literally two years later TJ's you know dude you got to try it you got to try it. you got a lot of fish you got target rich environment give it a shot yeah. you know that that at that point in time we were still getting out four hours before the tide to fight for your anchor spot and do all that freaking nonsense. I can't remember how many two o'clock in the morning oh. launches I've done oh. just to get my spot oh. and my lane so and I can watch my little... beat him. Yeah, oh. and Marlon would be there in the spot beating me because I schooled him the day before. And then there's no know. tide and everybody's anchored over right. rails and oh, it's a mess. Oh, no, just totally ridiculous. Do you remember when we... Jeff had to just leave his anchor because he got so embarrassed because he tried to drop it like a million times and then he dropped <laughs> yeah. it on the dude's line. Yeah. He just said, I'm out. Peace. Uh, Enjoy the anchor. He just uh, left, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, let's, let's be honest. But, but ever since, that started trickling down here and then yeah. finally he convinced me to run it and it was just like, oh my God, I don't have to go out and anchor three hours for the tide. I could show up nine o'clock. Sounds good. That's just right. Cover in, some ground. Cover not the wait ground. For the fish, not rod on hook. Jump for... into the fray. Doesn't yeah. matter. Catch them just as good as I, if not way better. And yeah, lo and behold, yeah. <laughs> here we are. I think we killed them all because <laughs> there, ain't, there ain't much coming back now. Yeah, it's been actually an interesting year. Things that kind of, for a couple years there, it bounced over to the 3.5 spinner thing and that. And then this year was a real bounce back for the super baits. Yeah. Which is great to see. Especially like offshore and down, of down in the estuary. Yes. Yeah. And it was what's interesting is there weren't a lot of people talking about it, but there are a lot of people fishing. Oh, man. No, nope, it was going down, and I'll tell you what, there was even days... We like did we a couple addicted lives with them. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, yeah, out in the ocean, but then even, like, in the river, a couple days, like, when they, especially when they close Chinook, it's like, I'm just going to try to target Coho, I'm not going to try to gag these things, I don't, yeah. we're going to get Chinook incidental catch, I don't want to use anchovy, so we were just running little minis on 360s at, like, 12 yeah. on the <laughs> counters in 50 feet of water. And they're just, they work Damn. too good. Yeah. They work too good. Right. They were just still banging Chinook like crazy. Couldn't keep off them. They wouldn't leave them alone. No, I know. We were getting calls from guys saying, hey, can you just uh, FedEx uh, some down here? Uh, I need them right away. But uh, yeah, don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I need two dozen pink magics now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if man. don't mind throwing in a couple sardines, that would work too. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was crazy. Only, like you said, back in early June, you know, TJ and I went out there and you know, you fish, come down, fish a couple of days. We're like, well, you know, let's let's play this game. Let's. I'm just going to run the bait routine. We're going to run the super yeah. bait routine. And guess what? We caught more fish with the super baits at least about time. But we did get more wilds that day. So maybe they're maybe the, the wild fish really like them too. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I know that's total BS. But you know what I mean. But we caught plenty of fish. My hands yeah. didn't get dirty. <laughs> yeah. The key is keeping busy, and they're keeping oh. you busy. They do. They do. And like I said, it's been a been a great advent to like you know like I said our fisheries and whatnot i mean there's the opportunity to not use bait you know it's it's pretty cool too when you know a client can get on the boat kind of see the routine a little bit and there's definitely like there's a lot of tricks and a lot of stuff we do when it comes to like scent when it comes to like how we're rigging up yeah. and there's stuff we won't divulge you know here yeah. but you know what i'm saying like there's just a lot to it but for an angler that can Go on the boat, understand a little bit about troll speed, understand a little bit about what's going on with the skateboards, and then running a super bait just filled with some good old classic bumblebee tuna. Yeah. And game on. Yeah. Like, they're in it. 
Like they might not catch twenty, but they could catch ten. Like yeah. you know, it's it's so without cool. giving up too many secrets, let me ask you this: We get quite a few questions from people like up in Puget Sound that say, "Hey, you know, we're not fishing in the rivers. We're fishing here in Puget Sound. Can you give us some tips on scent?" And you know, our base scent, I always start with, you know, you start with the tuna, and then you go from there because you know, chunks out nice. You get a nice trail, and. But quite often, people will say, you know, I, I need something different than they're fishing in the river. You know, I don't, I, it's not the garlic thing. It's not, you know, it's not the prawn thing. It's So you fished quite a bit in the ocean, I know, and I don't want to give up too many secrets, but can you add a little bit about maybe what you're doing scent-wise there that's different in the ocean than you would in the in the freshwater? So not nothing too crazy because, I mean, honestly, until the, the episode we filmed with TJ, He's just like, nope, we're using tuna. We're using tuna. I'm like, fine, we'll, we'll do yeah, it in your way. Yeah. Do it in your way. And guess what? <laughs> so we're damn good. Yeah. I would usually just buy a pound of anchovies and just crush just the crush anchovy up yeah. and put it in there. And, and that's it. what I've heard most people are yeah. doing in the ocean. I mean, and, yeah. and then after their first three fish, the anchovy falls out of there and you don't put any more bait in it. You drop it down and you still catch them. <laughs> it's yeah. like, but I mean, really not, not trying to get too fancy. I mean, at the end of the day, a salmon that's in the ocean is feeding. Like <laughs> they're looking to fill up. Yeah, yeah. Right. they're gorging themselves on anything that moves. So yeah, scent is definitely important. But when you get into like that fine tuning your presentation out in the ocean versus in the river, it's a different ball game. So it I mean, is. if you can do a little match in the hatch, something fishy. I mean, shoot, I don't think any salmon on the face of the earth has probably ever eaten a tuna. It's funny you but, say that. But That's... holy crap, they do like it. They love it everywhere. That's so, what I start with. I'm telling people, yeah. first of all, match the hatch. So get the size. If you're fishing, if there's candlefish in the area, whatever, oh. looking, looking, looking for size. Matching the hatch to so get the size right, whether it's the mini, the regular, yeah. the coconut cup plug. Too. And coconut cup plug, catch plenty of salmon. I know they're called coconut, but they catch plenty of salmon. And people just have a hard time getting that through their head. Yeah. But do, they do. And so matching the hatch. So two years ago, there was a lot of like little like little candlefish and yeah. stuff out there. A lot of little minnows that were like three. And so KCPs out there, coconut cut yeah. plugs, dominated. This year, though, we were catching a lot of our fish had big herring in them. Like, mm -hmm. you know, big six, seven inch, like some some of these things, like catch a four pound silver and had like a nine inch damn herring in it. <laughs> so we're just like big. So, so you know, TJ are talking about, like, well, let's just run just all originals. originals which, yeah. And originals just smoked them out there yeah i mean it was they were just on point so yeah. like there was a little bit of match in that thing too but the kcps the year before yeah smoked them yeah so, I, I think know. even we saw that the couple days we fished down at, at buoy 10 this year oh yeah it didn't seem like last year or the year before as many fish were being caught on the larger originals as what we were seeing this year more fish the last couple yep. years were being caught on the smaller Yep. Size ones, which it sounds like what you were saying, and and then this year there was a lot more. Especially fish later caught in the day, the, on the originals, yeah. Especially later in the day, in the morning, early morning before the sun's up, or you know they like. I think they kind of are looking for that bigger profile, so the 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 larger super baits are working better early in the morning, and then later in the day you start going over to a mini, maybe around nine ten, whenever the you know cloud cover starts burning off, and then you know when the bright sun's out and it's just you know beaming down sun, we're going down to the the, the kokanee cut plugs. And, and really having good luck and then start working backwards from there depending on how long we're out fishing yeah you know and that 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 worked really well for us yeah me and jerry used to do a lot of that same stuff and we'd have them all pre-baited and ready to go and we just literally oh, just yeah. be clipping them out you just clip them on and go yeah 
Yeah, it works. Yeah, sometimes it's easy. It's just so funny how for something that pretty much presents the same, you know, a very similar spin between all the sizes that there'll just be the days where they just want one size versus the other. It's, it's crazy. It's, to me. it's ridiculous, especially out in the ocean. And like yeah. I said, I think that's where that kind of came to fruition. Yeah. You know, a few years ago at that KCP, we playing with it. You know, yeah, just, oh my gosh, yep, just cool. So tool in the toolbox, basically. So other than the super mates. What else does Brad's make? What else do you guys My favorite? What else do you guys do? <laughs> Come on, go ahead. Killer fish. Oh yeah, yeah. The killer fish. They Talk run pretty it. true. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, you know the the killer fish, the the banana plug fishery in the area. Um, in this area, not as many people do it in the lower river as they used to. It used to be a real big thing. Um, but the guys that got it figured out are. Still the diehards, oh, absolutely cleaning up doing it. Absolutely cleaning up. Um, east side of the state, people still do it a lot. And uh, what's really, where a lot of our sales have actually been, um, has been down the Sacramento area. Yeah, you see a lot of posts yeah. on those guys. Oh, yeah. I was actually seeing They had a huge run this year. That. And, uh, yeah, they like the way that that killer fish runs true out of the package without having to tune it much. That's what's amazing yeah. about it. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, you want to get into the nitty gritty on that, you know. For those of these guys out there listening too, like there's 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 some similar styles of that plug out there, but a lot of these plugs, you know, you can't just take a, you can't just take one out of the pack. Or for years we've fought that battle, anyways. Where you take one out of the package, you put a wrap on it, you put it in the water, and swim it off to the side. And for whatever reason, the fish just don't react to those ones as they do on a true swimmer or one that's hunting, which yeah, we can okay. talk about that in a little bit. But at the end of the day, you at least need to get a, a plug that runs true. And like where I think, you know, the Brad's Killerfish excels over many of the other brands have been out for, let's, let's just be honest, been out for mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. And there's got to be something in the manufacturing process. And I've said this for years because you look at like a Brad's Killerfish and you take 10 of them. And I've got 10 of them before. Mm -hmm. They the you know the mold on like KF fourteen fifteen like the welds look the same mm -hmm. the the bulge the bubble like in the back it, it looks the same mm -hmm. and you take some of the competitors you take ten of them you look at them and ye are you with the naked eye yeah, you, you can see that the weld exactly. is different mm -hmm. and so yeah you will have good working plugs in that other brand but I don't think you have the consistency that right. Brad's does because I've had more what we call workers come out of those Brad's packages. And I remember when Brad gave me the first ones, like <laughs> years and years ago, try these, try these. And I'm like, mm, uh-huh, you mm -hmm. know, like typical dumbass, not willing to look <laughs> yeah. at anything guide. Yeah, I'll throw them in the box. You know, slow day, pull one out, you know, bang, what? You know, and you play that process. That's fluke, right? Call that. So I got to be a fluke. And then you do it five times and then you do it over a season and then you do it over years. I mean, over years, and you're like, okay, there's something there. Like, yeah, you know, right. you got to put a lot of time. You can't be just one day and one fish. No. But over time and over years, like that Brad's killer fish plug compared to just there's nothing. I don't think there's anything better. Yeah. I'll say that. I've got I've got other plugs that are 25 years old, you know. Well, I mean, every stuff, guy's got a pile of plugs right. that don't fish, right? Yeah, the garage sale plugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Garage sale plugs. And every, guy, every guy's got them. And, uh, yeah, that's one thing that we've seen is the, the, the pile of non-fishable plugs is yeah. down a lot with the product. So, yeah, no, we're really happy with that. Um, it's It's been a really good product for us. Uh, the paint jobs on them have 
I think really stand out. That's what a lot of people comment about too. Not just the consistency in the make and the manufacture of the plug, mm -hmm. but the actual paint job. All of them are hand painted, um, many of them, several layers of paint. And um, that's what people really, really appreciate are the colors. And uh, and we appreciate it too from our so manufacturers. You got new ones coming out? We do. We have some new ones that came out this year that we introduced um, down in the Sacramento area in particular, that double glow nose. So it's got glow on the front and glow on the back has just been off the hook. It's just chrome been, bodied glow glow. And they've just been whacking them. Yeah. Huh. Just loving it. Um, in fact, sold out of them. <laughs> got a big batch in and uh, went like that. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Couldn't keep them on the shelves long enough. So that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, in addition to that, we've got uh, the Wigglers, which you fish quite a bit. In fact, I think you were out fishing some Wigglers today. Yep. Had a decent day with them. For what we did, for what we put into it, and for what I've been seeing in the river, I thought we had a great day with them. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we got, I think we got three or four silvers, casting plugs, and, 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 you know, obviously, you know, we do a lot of twitching, and that's been the craze, but right, right now, where I'm, where I'm fishing, the, the coho, they just ain't there, they're not. Caked up, you you can't dissect Different. you can't dissect a run. You got to cover ground fast, yeah. and right. so you're like just drifting down the river at like just just the natural the bank, retrieve, cast yep. retrieve, and you can work water much faster with. I will, I'll say it, you can work water much faster with a wiggler than you can. To, now there's like I said, there's time and place for everything. Yeah, but right now where I'm at, the fish I'm seeing and what right. I'm having to do to get them, it's been a wiggler show all season. Yeah, what's your color? That's my color. <laughs> yep. I don't know the number. So I mean, so today, honestly, I run. I like the little red ones with the black herringbone, mm -hmm. um, and then but the one with the green, green, with green the dots, fire, black dots. yeah, the, the green and the black dots. That one caught yeah. two, and then a fire tiger, just a green fire tiger. Yeah, fire, fire, stand yeah, by. fire tiger. So so I guess today it was all green plugs, but like I said, it's small sample size, but definitely, yeah, uh, yeah that little green dot. That's a, it's ugly a flat, one. yeah, it's a flat color. It's so flat. It dominates, it though. Yeah. So when it, it's real sunny out, it you know, it, it doesn't have that, it, it's just kind of more muted. So It's funny, too, because I don't I don't fish, it. like, all my rods with that color either. But yeah. I always have one out, and, man, like I said, the guy pitching it, that and I got to. And he was a good, he's a good fisherman, making right cat, long, making long casts, yeah. you know. Like, you want to you have good wiggler fishermen, they need to cast us. And as long as they can get that plug diving down yeah. to those fish as long as they can get a good sweep with the plug. Right. And have you ever thought about making down. one that dives deeper? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the mag dives deeper, and we'll be fishing the mag actually next week. Okay. Um, we're going to go up to the mouth of, and they're having pretty good, pretty good success with the mags up there. So remember, it always used to be a mag show mm -hmm. and yeah. mouth of. The and yeah, all these river names. Yeah, it's, gonna have to bleep it's them all funny out. how history repeats and this <laughs> stuff's coming back. Right. Well, beads, right? <laughs> yeah. Steelhead beads. Oh, there's a whole bunch of guys that invented beads like the last ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, but so what about a smaller plug that dives deeper? Actually, you, you get me a regular wiggler size into that 14 to 18 foot range, and that's the key. I'll buy every single one you ever make. Yeah, <laughs> we are working on some smaller plugs right now. Um, can't really get too much into it, but mm -hmm. not a not a deeper diving one. But uh, yeah, Forget some smaller, out. interesting plugs. Just that we're <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. So actually, a little smaller, out. interesting. That could be mm -hmm. be fun. Smaller, yeah. some steelhead stuff. Be fun. Heck yeah. Bring back the steelhead. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah let's, I guess we have to have the main ingredient uh, to catch them, right? <laughs> man. Yeah, and that would be the fish itself. 
Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. But let's not go down that. Let's not go down. No. That let's not go down that rabbit yeah. trail. Let's keep so it new plugs. What about? Uh, <laughs> let's see here. What about the Kokanee world? Like, let's talk some Kokanee. I'm all. Like, I'm already like thinking ahead of salmon season. Let's yeah. get into December, January. Hey, yeah, around the king of Kokanee. They got, they got pretty fat up at the old Kokanee Lake this year. Dude, and you know what? They were good size. And I'll say this too: the guys that are going up right now, after the uh, the, oh, yeah, the, the spawners have already gone out, yeah, they're catching monsters already. Like it's gonna be another. It's gonna be a really good year. I That's think. cool. I don't know numbers wise. Like some of the guys I know, but like, they're wise. catching some twelve inches yeah. right now, and those are ones that are not gonna go spawn. Yep. They're just that. Is, as far as the starting benchmark for, we'll call them November, December, right. Kokanee. Yep. They're gonna feed, 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 feed. Get bigger and bigger and bigger. And <sighs> might be a good year. That's, That's cool. all we're gonna do all spring now. So you know, I'm just kidding. But yeah, no. But uh, what I mean, anything. Kokanee Kokanee Dodgers. Yeah. Coking cut plugs, yep. absolute standby. Yep. You guys, yep. um, both those in combination have been working really well. Um, yeah, we've had some really good days. Actually, uh, took both those over to uh, Eastern Washington and spent uh, spent some time with a, uh, a pro staff of ours, uh, Benita Gallant, and uh, on Lake Coeur d'Alene. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, she had her set up on one side and said, "I'm just going to fish this on this side." And, it wasn't probably two hours. At, so we had two rod endorsement each, and I was fishing cut plug on one, had another bait on another, and then she had two other baits, and a couple hours into it, next thing you know, they're all four company cut plugs, That's all right. four on the Dodgers. And uh, that gold diver down and the Mexican hat were just, uh, yeah, just on See, fire. I don't think I've ever got a throne that the new, that the Mexican hat's new for yeah. this year. I don't think I've gotten a throne that one up at our local lake. But That's yeah, the food. salmon one. Yeah, no, okay. that's, that's an official salmon, salmon one that, too. That a, it really yeah, is. Dude, that's River a salmon. One. Yep. Yep. Man, that gold diver down is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Which is gold diver down is just straight gold, right? No, it's gold the, with the red scale. No, it's, it's gold with a white and white. Red. I'm colorblind. <laughs> literally colorblind, but I think it's red on the back. I think or so. Is it like or like a, like a um, it's more orange. Orangeish red. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll hand him a wiggler and say, "Look at this orange wiggler." He says, "No, it's red." So, no, it's orange. No, it's red. <laughs> My whole family will say, yeah, it's red. I'm like, no, it's orange. Like, no, Dad, really. Seriously. Go, it's red. Right, Whatever right, color this is, it's awesome. <laughs> right, right. It works. <laughs> All I know is it works. This is the one I want. So, fortunately, we got more people in our warehouse that are not colorblind, so we get the right colors out. <laughs> but I am the one that is colorblind. Yeah. So, uh, how long has Brad's been around? Like, when did it start? And all you like, know, how, great the... story. Uh about 20 years ago, Brad and his wife started tying um, sturgeon leaders by hand. And he would have a five-gallon bucket sitting there in their living room, and they would just tie, put the hook on, tie, put the hook on, until they filled the whole five-gallon bucket. Then they'd take packaging and cardstock, put it on the cardstock, and then slide it in a sleeve. And that's how he made his living uh, early on. That's how he got the start. And from there, he went over into catching uh, lamprey eels up in Oregon City. And he was literally going in and just walking along the rocks. And I don't know if you've heard stories about how dangerous that is, but the fact that he lived through that is insane. Um, <laughs> and made a lot of money doing it. So people were catching at the time, people were catching, you know, 30, 40 at a time, and he was catching 300 a day. So he was. That's where all the lamp went then. That's right? where. Brad. Yeah, Brad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, he was doing that, and uh, and that's that's really what kicked it off. But um, 
the interesting thing about it, you know, as long as Brad's has been around and as long as, uh, as Brad's been tying leaders to this day, I just saw him in the office yesterday. What's he doing? Putting together hooks and leaders. <laughs> yeah. Still That's doing so it. Still it. So he just cool. loves it. I mean, it's just, it's in his blood. He just absolutely Fishing's loves a lifestyle. It, it is. <laughs> it really is. Here. So you go to his house, you still see a five-gallon bucket there right next to his no, chair. Geez. And he still, yeah. Still does it. So, yeah, that's how it started. And, you know, it's evolved quite a bit and got into a lot of other lures and baits. And, um, you know, he's done a, a great job growing it. And, uh, yeah, we're just we're just happy to be part of it. Well, I'm super excited to see what you guys come down the pipe. Like I said, those new color. I, as far as, like, you know, you see, like, products come out. And then you see like new color releases like the next year and the next year. Whatever happened this year was like, I was looking at all the new ones. I'm like, oh my God, they nailed it. Like <laughs> they got some real salmon centric freaking KCPs yeah. out there. Some of the killer fish and whatnot. Like there was just some like spot You know, I, on. I would like to say we're that smart, but really <laughs> no, we, we rely on it. people like you. We rely on our guide staff. We rely on our field staff. You know, we like rely on, on input like people from the attics and you know that sort of input is, is really critical because you know as as much as as much time as we're spending in the warehouse and the factory, you're out on the water actually using this stuff. So I mean that that input for us is critical. And, and you know, and we like to take credit for it, but we can't because it's not us. It's it's others like yourselves. Well then you guys did a great job of listening. You see like yeah. so the, the the new color editions and stuff like that, and you're just like, huh? I don't know. I, yeah. I thought like I said the KCPs, new ones of those and new ones of some of the killer fish were just on point. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. But, uh, you know, it's funny. No matter what colors you got, it always seems like you've got the wrong product, according to some people. You know? Oh, yeah, people always want the other ones. Right. I mean, that is true. Well, uh, we're all fishermen. Well, you know, yeah. you could make it. I'm stopping it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, exactly. Start down that road. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, yeah. What's, so what's next? What's, like, the future of Brad's? I know you guys, what's these new, like, boat? parts you guys are venturing into huh? yeah so brad's marine uh is the next size so uh um max max prop saver is now part of brad's so um we have two products one is called the prop saver so it fits around it's a round ring that fits around your trolling motor and what that does is it uh it helps protect your prop when you're fishing in around rocks and stumps and shallow water where the fish are <laughs> you see my prop right now yeah you need, you need one <laughs> i'm laughing i'm like damn i wish i probably should have done that a long time just ago just had a guy from alabama call us and say i have gone through four stainless steel props at a cost of i forget what he says 900 bucks a, a piece and he says, if I had bought one of these back then, he says, <laughs> I just can't imagine the money I've gone through. What was wrong with me? But anyways, um, prop saver. And then for the larger motors, um, the River Runner, which basically goes, it uh, it uh, parallels your cavitation plate and it hooks onto your skag. And so it protects the front of your skag as well as your prop. Hmm. Okay. So, I, so it sticks out in front. Yeah. Acts like a little shield. Yeah. Like fins, I guess that would, so the water obviously yeah. can still run yeah. through. Yeah, so you've it, got your cavitation right. plate yeah. right here, and then you've got your skag that comes down at an angle, and then your prop. Mm -hmm. So this hooks onto the, it bolts onto the cavitation, or onto your skag, and then it parallels the oh, cavitation underneath. plate. Oh, underneath. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
that thing. Yeah. Yep. Oh, right for here. those guys on YouTube. Yeah. Those guys <laughs> yeah. that are checking it out, that's it right there. So oh, I could have definitely used that <laughs> during the lower Columbia yeah. River sturgeon season this year because the bottom of my lower unit is really nice and shiny now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had to pull some moves, but we Cameron, were catching some fish. Cameron, it's not too late. <laughs> we were catching we, we some can help fish. You. <laughs> definitely need something, whoop, something like that for sure. <laughs> yeah. And the nice thing about it, too, is it helps you pull out of the hole a little bit quicker. Really? Okay. Yeah. Get a little yep. more extra plane in there. Yep. Sweet. So, so where can people, are these in stores? Like this stuff, you sell in the stores? Those or are in stores. We also sell them online. Um, What's your website? Uh Propsaver.com. Propsaver.com. Perfect. Yep. That's easy. Max like Propsaver. Wh whoever and, came up uh, with that website URL, shout out to you, dude. <laughs> you know marketing. Yeah. All these companies that have these websites, they're like, go to www.this-this-this. I knew this was coming. Times. I knew this was coming. And then you got to multiply by 55 and add a URL on the end. Dot com, dot org, dot. Dot US, dot net, It's almost dot as confusing as www.addicted.fishing.fishing. That's Wait, it. dot what? Dot fishing. <laughs> Wait, that's not right. So how many people have put dot coms in there? No one. No that's a lie. <laughs> I did. First time. <laughs> there you I go. <laughs> Guilty. 25% of the whole the sample size right now. Well, I did it too. So 50% of the whole it's sample good thing size. I have the other website too. Oh, <laughs> Gotta buy them all, buddy. I guess. So yeah, those are the two uh, newest products. So um, and we're looking to venture into, into some other products on the marine side as well. You know, diversification is key, um, especially with what's going on in the fisheries in our area. Everybody knows that, you know, mm -hmm. steelhead stocks are where they are. Salmon stocks are up and down, maybe good this year, supposed to be good this year, and then maybe not good, and then closures, and, you know, it... it oh, then openers. We, got, then a great, it, we got a great opener right, last week, too. Openers. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So diversification is key, and that's uh, yeah. it's one of the areas we've diversified into, and we'll probably oh. continue to grow that. So what's your both your roles in, in Brad's? So I'm partner with Brad. My wife and I are partners with Brad and Joanne. Uh, and JT is a field staff, um, helps us out uh, with some field staff testing, um, gets involved in marketing, social media. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. I like it. So now, I just, it just popped in my head. Uh -oh. when, when is the KF 13, 12, 11, 8 coming Going out? Down. When's that, when that, when are we sizing those suckers down? I'm going to put you off the spot right now. Yeah. Actually, we don't have any plans to right now, but if we get some good feedback from, from some of our, our guides. Oh, um, I'm asking. It's a possibility. <laughs> I don't know where, I don't know where the number would lie in there. All you guys watching on YouTube. Yeah, would you like to see a KF-13? If you want to see one of these, let's drop the comments below. If you guys want to see yeah. them downsize. Yeah. The we, we downsize into some trout, yeah. some steelhead. I mean, we not that it's steelhead. We haven't had a lot of demand for it, um, but that's, that's what Brad's is built on. It's built on demand. It's built on KF listening 11. to customers, listening to guides, listening that, to our pro staff. KF11 that functions and has as many worker percentages as the KF14. No kidding. The killer. Maybe we're on to something. I don't know. Yeah. Just paid for the podcast right here. Exactly. Yeah, no kidding. Well, shoot. I mean, like, well, like you said, you ask the guys on YouTube and the guys commenting. I mean, yeah. What about other products? I mean, shoot. Is there anything else that? People out there conjured up, you know, as far as maybe a size change, a different, you know, color change or whatever. Throw yeah. it out there. Give Throw them, it out give there, them some please. Ideas. Yeah, 
Yeah, we are working on some uh, different products, and and some will be uh, handing over to you here shortly to test and see Ooh. what you think. And always fun testing. Always fun testing. That is some of the funnest stuff to do. Yeah. But, always uh, got to have the better mousetrap. <laughs> you got to stay innovative. I mean, exactly. you, you know, you innovate or you die, right? I 100% agree. Moving. Yep, I always just, I've done the same thing with, I'm sure you guys have seen with Addicted. Oh. I mean, that's what I've. You have. I've You've just, blown it up. Yeah. You just, you have to keep like pivoting. Yep. Every time I go to Cam with a new idea, he's oh, like, God. seriously, dude, <laughs> we're yeah. already doing this, 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 right. and that, this, and you want to add this? Like, really, bro? But, <laughs> you know what? In business, there there is no staying stagnant. Yeah. You're either growing or you're decreasing. Yep. It's it's virtually impossible to stay exactly the same. Yep. So you're doing one or the other. So you're making a business choice to grow addicted. Yeah. We're making a business choice to grow brands. Yeah. Same thing. Fun. You really can't stagnate. So you, you've got to innovate. You've got to keep going. And, you know, social media and things are changing. You, you know, how long have you been doing this here? Ten years this year. There you go. So you guys were innovative. You're cutting edge right there. 10 years ago, putting this out there 10 years ago, this sort of format. Oh, you're talking about how long we've been podcasting? Yeah. I thought you meant how long we've been doing Addicted. No, Addicted's uh, been oh, 10. Yeah, how long have you been podcasting? Two years Two now. years. Yeah, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take it off. How many subscribers, how many downloads did you say you had last week? Uh, last month, we had 8,700 downloads. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. See, doing the same thing. Innovate and grow it. Yeah, it's where you gotta do it. Well, so then, yeah, we're continuing to do the same. Yeah, well, and I was gonna say and add to it, the the ability to bring in guests like us, and then you know some of the other people that I've been telling you I've been listening to your guys' podcast since they came out, and just kind of getting the input uh, of a lot of other influential people in the industry, and then kind of being able to um, just listen to what other people's thoughts are about what's going on and, and that's what's fun and about it. events and, and stuff like that. And, and stuff it's guys relevant. like you that yeah. have texted me and been like, dude. Why are you not recording more podcasts? Like record podcasts because, like, <laughs> oh you know, I say we did eighty seven hundred downloads in one month. I think we only put two podcasts, two <laughs> podcasts out. So now we're trying to like we put out. Clint just said one. We put out oh, one cool. podcast. Oh, okay. well, so we're trying to do like was a little low. one a week now because <laughs> no, people don't, want it. No, yeah. stop saying that right now because it seems like every time we say that. Then we just stop putting out podcasts. Dude, we're coming in before now. We got a plan. We're the staff. And then we get called out on that too. It's like, damn it. No. Yeah. Clint, you're writing down this plan? They got a plan. Yeah, oh, he's got yeah. a plan. Clint's got a plan. He's ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's ready. Well, oh. cool. Well, we appreciate you guys coming in. We got a live feed. Yeah, we got we to cut over to the live feed. But before I do, you guys, we launched a whole bunch of new apparel on our website, addicted.fishing. No.com, www.addicted.fishing. <laughs> I'm going to say that all the time now just because you said that. Go to our website. All these jackets that you guys comment on in every single one of our videos saying you want one, we just launched them on the site. We launched them live, and now our poor friend Mike doesn't get to go fishing tomorrow because he's already got 47 orders, and we didn't even tell people that it went live. Guess <laughs> <laughs> what he's doing tomorrow. Guess what, Mike? There went your day. No, no scared to open for you. But. And now there's more coming. <laughs> yes. So thank you for the support. Thank you we so appreciate much. it, addicts. And come check us out on YouTube if you have not. Tap that subscribe button. We'll see you on the river. Love you guys. Thanks for coming in.
All right, baby, fish approved.